this I'm going to need you to talk me through. <laughs> <laughs> How could this possibly go? Yeah. You made yeah. me laugh and you've shit me up. This fucker sold me on this book so hard. There's a map at the beginning. I ain't reading it. This is boring. No, we don't talk about it. We completely and utterly fucking ignore it, <laughs> bastards. People out there are going, what the fuck? This is the stuff I want to hear from a podcast. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Hello everyone and welcome back to yet another, yes another episode of Two Crones in a Book with your friend Annette and Shell. And today we have a very special episode for you. It is our, one of our little uh, Christmas get-togethers, isn't it Shell? Yeah, and fuck me, ain't we gone international? We've got two international <laughs> guests. I know, can you believe it? We know people. <laughs> I'm sure people think it was just one of us anyway, and we've a split personality. Yeah. Now, now we've got witnesses that that's not the case. <laughs> so yes, we'd like to introduce the very lovely from the Stiletto Banshees, Tab and Tiff. Woo! Woo -woo! <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having us. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Yeah. Annette's, Annette's hyper now. That's it. She's going to be like that for the rest of the pod. I do apologize if I end up sounding like the demon from The Exorcist, though. I am nursing my bronchitis, but. <laughs> I, I thought it was Aww. kind of attractive, actually. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hello. My mom always said I sound like Kathleen Turner when I'm sick, so I always took that as a compliment. Yeah, exactly. Nothing yeah, wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the things that we, the thing that we're focusing on today is all of us have listened to 12 Ghosts by Grim and Mild Production in conjunction with iHeartRadio, just because it, it's Christmassy, Christmassy theme. It's 12 mm -hmm. episodes, correct me if I'm wrong on it, because you do the research, I don't. Yep. Yep. So, okay. Yay. Yep. So it's 12 episodes and it is, it's got the fabulous Malcolm McDowell, which I will confess before I read anything else. That's what sold me in this. <laughs> yeah. um, it's basically each one's a different story um, where Malcolm McDowell is this strange innkeeper. Um, and they all come in and tell their stories. And, and he's got a, a, a bit of a plan is the, the overall theme. And you, you go through this journey with him and each of these guests. And I, I think that that's enough rabbiting from us. And we should just go straight in and start off with was it a win? Was it not tab? I mean, it, it felt quite British with Malcolm McDowell, although it wasn't. What was your, did you like it? I loved it. Um, I've always been jealous of your tradition of having ghost stories around Christmas. And so this felt very British to me because I know that's a tradition. And I, I just loved it. I loved uh, the anthology aspect of it. And I really enjoyed like just taking a night uh, and listening to a story and then kind of going along. It was a really nice way to wrap up the evening. Cool. Tiff? So I love anything narrated by British men, I'm going to be honest, because that's <laughs> kind of my, my game. I've had a crush on Tim Curry since I was, I want to say, probably three. But who hasn't? I know. Well, you're right? Yeah, I know. I, I, I can't help it. So having Malcolm McDowell narrate it was amazing. He acts the hell out of it, and he always acts mm -hmm. the hell out of everything he's in. So, yeah. um, the whole thing actually reminded me of the um, 1972 movie Tales from the Crypt. Nice. Oh, yeah. Where that actually does have a Christmas story in it. Um, that movie yes. fo followed me for years, and I didn't even realize it. Um, I was tormented by this version of a monk of the monkey's paw story. Yeah. Like I mm -hmm. remember seeing bits and pieces of it on TV and never knowing where it was from or if I even imagined it. And one day I was talking to my best friend about it while we were watching um, those uh, Watch Mojo countdowns of like yeah, yeah. anthologies and stuff. Yeah. And we had the anthology one. And as I'm telling her the story, that story comes on the list. So like it's backing me while I'm telling it to her. And it was and from it wasn't that in story. your head. It was so weird. Yeah, it, it wasn't in my head. <laughs> but that whole story, um, long story short, that whole movie, it takes place with um, this gentleman 
he brings a bunch of people into this it's cave and Mm -hmm. they're all telling their stories and they Mm -hmm. don't understand which you probably you i mean this isn't really a spoiler but you get the gist at the beginning of the Mm -hmm. the 12 ghosts that malcolm mcdowell is death Mm -hmm. and i mean that's what i gathered from it um yeah and this gentleman in the movie is death so it was very parallel to it and also, I've oh. never, I've never listened to a 3D audio before. Did it freak you out? <laughs> the bugs, <laughs> the bugs. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. no. no, I had to stop. <laughs> the bugs. No, it was. Oh. It creeped me out. Good, I loved it. I had to, um, I had to have it on with like I was telling uh, Annette that I have ADHD, so I can't focus on anything. Um, I had to put on carpet cleaning videos with no sound on so I could watch that and listen and focus on what I was listening to. <laughs> and it made it all the more creepy because I'm hearing these bugs crawling and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'll have to ask, is there a specific reason it had to be carpet cleaning? Because it was something I could look on, look at without thinking about. Right, okay. no, I just wondered if, yeah. it, if it had to be no. carpet cleaning, if it was soothing well, I tried, soul like, or something. Just anything like cleaning, like where you're just, it's just a menial task that you're just watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I suggest, That's a great tip. Yeah, I, I suggest trying it once when you're listening oh, to like... Oh, I'm going to be Googling that as soon as we're finished. I'm going to be looking for... An audio book that you can't focus on, like put that on with no sound and see if it helps you focus. Ooh, top tip. <laughs> I could have I could have done with that for a book. We almost did, Shell. We're not going to talk about that. No, no. Um, <laughs> my bad. My bad. Yeah, I'm not an audiobook person for apparently that reason. I I've just recently been diagnosed with this issue, and I'm slowly learning that a lot of my issues are because I was coping and not like just a weirdo. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. weirdo thing is normal, but you know, there's no such thing as <laughs> normal. Weirdo. That's all. No. <laughs> I, I don't like things like that I, I had this argument at work the other day we're digressing we do this a lot you'll find yeah. and it, it's normal is just the majority and the majority is boring right mm-hmm. yeah. so, oh I've said that to my therapist many times yeah, I don't so, want to be normal fuck it watch your carpet cleaning videos <laughs> which exactly. I am going to google they are fun to watch I will say power washing videos are very satisfying yeah. <laughs> okay it's like that, like that show how it's made yeah, yeah. If you want to waste an entire day, put on how it's made, and suddenly six hours have passed, and you know how to make pencils. <laughs> <laughs> See, learn a skill too. Yeah. <laughs> and clean my car, clean my carpets, and make pencils. It's just a win-win-win, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> I do like watching um, and listening to Bob Ross. Oh god! Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's great. I always do that when I'm sick. When you're yep. sick. <laughs> I, I love the collective. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think our generation fell in love with Bob Ross's voice at a very young age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he'd be on, like, after Saturday morning cartoons, so it was either that or bowling. Oh, yeah. We didn't have cable, so, like, yeah. when I was sick at, and home uh, during the day and there was nothing on TV, I was like, yeah, I'll put on Bob Ross. This is great. <laughs> really good and soothing. Did you see the thing? We've totally gone off topic, but did you see the thing where he... Um, <laughs> He, they, someone put all his pictures together, uh, and it looked like he had been complete. Com- he'd been doing a journey. So every painting he'd done, they did a screenshot of it, and then I don't know what you call it. You might know the tab, but it was literally a sequence of all these pictures, and it looked like oh, you were wow. traveling the river. It looked like someone had said he'd been painting and moving. Oh, oh my gosh! Awesome. Oh, I didn't see that. that. I'm gonna have to look that up. I yeah. have what have you started? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Anyway, go, going back to topic, we did tell you it was chaotic. Going back to... to yes. <laughs> I love the chaos. <laughs> chaos rules. You're in the right place. Um, so out of all of them, I won. I loved it. So uh, Annette, I didn't ask you, did you like it? How fucking No, rude. you didn't, you rude cow. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we got guests. Jeez, We're trying yeah, to be nice yeah, to the guests. And I come bloody wallpaper. How rude are you? <laughs> So, so Buttercup, did you like it? Yeah, well, heart, <laughs> my little chickadee. Um, no, it was awful. It was terrible. I can't believe it. Of course, I loved it. It was bloody brilliant. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were serious for me. I was like, "Fuck, this is taking a dark turn. How are we going to pull this?" Out? <laughs> my my fatal error was listening to this while walking the dog. 
Oh no! <laughs> Did the footsteps get you? The, the, that's what got me with the three audio, three D audios. The footsteps behind you. I kept it, going like that. I think the first episode was the worst to be out in the open listening to. Definitely. Because wasn't it? Because every time I'm like, "What was that behind me?" There's like workmen down there. It's like, why are they making that weird noise? Oh god, no! It's the audio again. The dog was nervous walking with me the whole time. Then. <laughs> Um, and the the one that really creep like made my skin crawl was um, the Bruja episode. Oh yeah, when she said not yet. Yeah. In the in the earphones, yeah. I'm like, ah, no, not like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna have to pause a minute. I'm a, I'm actually creeped out. So. So was that your your favourite? So I mean that, that that's a nice little intro, isn't it? Nice little slide to keep the episode going. Was that your favourite in it? <sighs> Um, I'm probably, the thing is, I don't really think there's a bad one in the bunch. Mm-hmm. I think the only one that I I didn't adore was probably the one about the twin sisters. It was quite um, wholesome, wasn't it? And lovey. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's not me, is it? So. <laughs> <laughs> it was too sweet. Yeah, yeah no, but I, I was quite surprised because I thought there was another one um i can't remember which one it was now um oh it was the oh the the one about the uh boy around the christmas tree or something like that i liked um, that that was actually my favorite i didn't realize pink at first pig? i thought oh this is pink pig that's the one is it pink pig? and i was thinking yeah yes and i was thinking there's not going to be much to this one it's kind of i'm i'm kind of turning out but when it twisted my yeah. i proper jaw open yeah yeah that, that, that was my favorite because it was it was horrific because you'd be you know imagine being mm. a kid and seeing the shit that he's describing but at the same time it was equally heartbreaking mm-hmm. i was devastated i was proper devastated <laughs> after that one tab what was your favorite so my favorite <laughs> was uh you again i really liked the character of Ernie, I thought they did a really good job of like kind of giving him a very full backstory. Yes. And uh, I love hitch- hitchhiking ghost stories. That's kind of one of my favorites. And then I also, the, the story reminded me of this true story of a woman that went un- unidentified for a very long time. She was the Dana Point uh, Jane Doe. And they just identified her in 2016, I think. Um, and basically... She had uh, taken a cab to Dana Point and then jumped off the cliff. Oh, and so yeah. that this story reminded me so much of that. And, that was and it's a, just really yeah, sad. Was, I liked that. <laughs> it, that. And I thought, it, you, you're right. It was, and one of the things for me that was really cool about that was how there wasn't that much um, interaction, vocalization. Mm-hmm. It was really, mm-hmm. it was more, a bit more like a monologue. Yeah. That was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. And Tiff? So, excuse me. So, I like the one with the um, the mirror. Oh, okay. Yeah. That one was, it was like, so, I'm going to keep comparing these to TV shows, because all I and do that is does it all the time. Yeah. You're in the right place. I do every yeah, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Um I just, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I just binged um, Fall of the House of Usher. Yes. Mm. Which was amazing. Oh, my God. Um, yes. But it reminded—it <laughs> felt like it was a story that belonged in there. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did so. feel like that a very Poe story. Yeah. And at the end, like his decision was just like I love the the decision that he made. What was that anthology one um, with? Um, oh my god, my head's gone completely back. Where where he he owns the junk shop, and they come into kind of trick him out things? of bite. No, not the evil no. things with the British one, oh. surprisingly. <laughs> I'm out then. <laughs> oh god, Peter Cushing. Beyond the Grave. Does anybody seen that one Beyond the Grave? No, no. not no. Oh well there was there in one of the segments in this movie it was when um David Warner buys uh, a mirror but he um changes the price tag so he can get it cheaper or something like mm-hmm. that. And um it's it's kind of that story but um, whereas he re- replaces, obviously, the person in the mirror, yeah. it, it is just a continuation of that. That's why I appreciated 
in this one that he just kind of wanted to end the cycle. Yeah. 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 So that kind of took me off guard. I was like, wow, that's a pretty damn selfless thing to do. Right. For someone who started off such a vile creature. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, they so, did a yeah. good job of uh, giving him a redemption arc because in the beginning I hated him. I was yeah. like, why are we listening to this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this guy sucks. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you find that, because these are only half an hour, 20 minutes, half an hour mm-hmm. long each. Yeah, they're yeah. very short. But they but felt longer. They did, didn't they? It was like you'd listen to at least an hour and you'd gone through this journey. And I think that, that for me, that was really good writing. Mm, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and they were able to tell a complete story in under a half hour, which is not easy. <laughs> no, no, it's not at all. What did, no, not at all. What did you think of the end? What did you think of the last episode where we find out about the innkeeper? I, I was kind of surprised because I I felt like there was going to be a sinister turn. Like I felt like something was going up with Annabelle and like she was going to be different than everybody else. Yeah, but yeah. The, it it does end sort of pleasantly, which I think is important for a Christmas ghost story. Mostly, um, despair. It's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why a Christmas Carol works so well. Is that you get you get everything. You get the scary part. You you get uh sadness but you also get the sweetness at the end so yeah yeah exactly i i did think at one point um one i thought when it first started i thought oh this they're going to hell this is hell this is the middle ground to hell they're fucked um mm-hmm. and then you you started <laughs> you started to find out that actually it wasn't and then when it got to the the last end uh, the last episode and you started to get his story I did wonder if Annabelle was either his replacement or his employer. I thought she might yeah. be yeah. the replacement as well. Yeah. 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 Um, but she wasn't. I know, we just kind of felt a bit odd, really. It's... Yeah. I wondered if they were lining it up for a season two, but I couldn't see, and I'm so shit at researching, I couldn't see if there was anything. Although they have done no. another one, which mm. is called, um, which I'm, I'm going to give a go, it's 13 Days of Halloween. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I yeah, think... that's uh, Keegan Michael Key and Kathy Najima in it. Oh wow, oh, that's nice. awesome! <laughs> yeah, and also the um, the lady who played Annabelle is mm. in it as well. Uh, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. so I'll be. I mean, I'll, I'll be giving that a go because I thought this was absolutely stellar. Is it? I mean, I do want to reference before we either end or move on to something else. I was surprising, surprised at how amazing Malcolm McDowell, who's a bit of a gentle lad, bit of a naughty bloke, read poetry. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. want more of that. This is a Christopher Walken Raven again. I need more. <laughs> <laughs> and considering what he's been in, but um, would you guys recommend this? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think if you like horror or if you like ghost stories and, and you want something to kind of um, get through to the Christmas yep. season, uh, it it's a really it's a really nice way to end the evening. And I really liked like sitting down, listening to an episode yep. with a mug of hot cider before bed oh. and then, you know, looking forward to the next story the next day that that was kind of the ideal experience i think i can't oh tab selling it to me again i'm gonna listen again (laughs) you just sold her on hot cider Um, i yeah (laughs) it sells itself might be with a little fireball in it (laughs) so now we know what's in your buffy mug um (laughs) coffee just coffee I, it's called Amaretto. Amaretto. <laughs> I'm surprised at your self-control tab. Tiff, Tiff, did you do it one at a time or did you binge it? I did the first four. Yep. And then I took a break and then I did the next four and then took a break and then listened to the last four this morning. See, I just don't have that kind of self-control. And it, did you? I usually don't, but I had I had to um, I had to recharge my my earbuds overnight. So. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so because after starting it with the earbuds in, I couldn't I couldn't not do it without them. So it, mm-hmm. it it's not just you then, Tab. It was just you know, but it, well, it is just you. You're the only one with that level of self control, or is it because you ration oh. yourself with the cider? 
Well, usually I don't have uh, have that much self-control, but I wanted to make it like an experience. I usually do that with A Christmas Carol, too. I'll read a chapter yeah. a night before Christmas leading up. So it's like, I'll do that with this, too, and and I'll just kind of make it an event, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. It's such a great recommendation to do it that way as well. I, of course, listened to two episodes on the truck, didn't listen to the rest of them till today, and I binged the lot. <laughs> That helps me I'm remember so glad to know I didn't, I'm not the only one that waited till the last minute. I just, I mean, it's not that I procrastinated. I mean, I did, but I also wanted to have it fresher in my mind. Tiff, <laughs> you don't have to justify it and you don't have to use the word procrastinating because all you have to do now, Tab has set the bar really high and now we can all justify that as we were just making sure we enjoyed the experience. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a nice quick episode. We wanted something for Christmas. We are so grateful that you, you both join us. Did you, is there anything anyone wanted to add about it other than from me? I loved it. It's a definite fucking thumbs up. I would love to hear more by Malcolm McDowell. I don't know if he's done any more. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know if I, he has either. Annette, this I is just wanted you're to yeah, yeah, you're, you're the research woman, love. You're the one who normally has these answers. <laughs> you always do this to me. So you should expect the question. Oh, no. now, now everything's gone do lally sorry the internet's gone no sorry not happening today um i just wanted to call attention to low and sad like a hymn that particular story mm. because that went in a direction that i wasn't expecting and also i thought the um the performance and the sound effects were especially effective in that one which one was that tab give me the this gist i'm really bad with names uh, that one was the one where uh, the woman hears carolers and yes. it like calls people out into the night. I felt like that one was was pretty scary. With, with the fucking fire pit. Yeah. 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 And the the ending was like something I wasn't expecting. And, and it, it felt, you know, that's like a real feeling. It, yeah. it just in a ghost story. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was cool. What do we think about if we peg it now? Would we would the, would the inn be somewhere we wanted to travel through, or, or you know, if, would you? How would you feel if you rocked up in a forest and and it's not a bad way to ease your way in, is it? With with wine. And a yeah, I I was thinking about that, and I was like, because I'm not super religious, but I was like, you know, if if I die and then I end up somewhere like that, I I think that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah get to tell it, your story you, yeah and it's a little cozy you get the wine you get the fireplace yeah and then you get somebody that says okay you can rest now which is ev- what yeah. we all want to hear exactly <laughs> and you get to get that last all day every, all day. Day, every day yes <laughs> and you get to get that last thing off your chest as well wouldn't you you know mm-hmm. like you, you yeah. get that last moment before you go and do what you need to do in a non-judgmental because we all have regrets so yeah, right. that's what exactly. kind of appealed to me, apart from the wine, um, kind of appealed to me is is that you'd get that moment of, of no judgment where you just go, yeah, actually, this this was the story I want to talk about. Though mm-hmm. one of the women did describe her wine as, I, I'm quoting this, forgotten dreams of a used up Band-Aid. So <laughs> I don't, maybe she just did Can't not like ever. wine or what. <laughs> Some of the, the writing in this, just yeah. like um, describing... A, a love as bonfire in a blizzard yes mm-hmm. like yeah. oh yeah and my favorite was what harm could there be in the casting of a simple wish i'm like oh famous last words <laughs> that's because you're now obsessed with monkey paw <laughs> you're still haunted from childhood <laughs> yeah no I, I i liked it I, I felt it was smooth there was nothing that was clunky although there was some the one with the twins for me was a bit too wholesome it was yeah it was just that selfless act which if you're into that was amazing um it was clunky when i got the ads in between did you get ads in between yeah i was I listening to well. it on my po- on the apple podcast app mm-hmm. so you'd get an ad at the beginning yeah i had an ad at the beginning uh, yeah, yeah. But it, so it's like no the- no do not start this nope i want to get right into the story <laughs> but you didn't get anything in the middle of the story because that does my head in and no, no thankfully no. yeah that no. that can ruin the whole mood can't it use oh god yeah okay anything else anyone wants to add draw attention to we, we've asked you to guess I you wanna... can say anything you want we can always edit it if it's too hateful <laughs> later 
I will. I'd like to. I did. I like that the uh, the second story, the um, the one at the like the like the end of the civilized oh, world. Yeah. You know, we're in oh, Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. But that one um, quite surprised me. Um, but yeah, it's it's not it's not particularly one of the best ones. But it's there's just something about that one that really struck a, a nerve. It kind of hung around in my brain for a little bit yeah. af- afterwards, even though it was, it didn't feel as substantial as some of the other ones. Mm, mm. So yeah, I just wanted to give a shout for that one. Yeah, it was like a two second, uh, two sentence horror story, morphed into a thirty minute story, but it didn't take away from from it. Yeah, yeah. And it, mm. do you know the, the Judge Judy quote of, you know, no good deed goes unpunished? That's all that was ringing through my head. You know, mm-hmm. if you'd left mm-hmm. him where he was, would you have been all right? Yeah. 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 That's kind of some of some of these stories do kind of have that that feeling of if you had looked out for yourself, you might have made it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you probably wouldn't have ended up at the at the end. At the end. It at seems the end, like yeah. it's mm-hmm. a peaceful rest. You so know? it's not quite unpunished you do get rewarded in the end yeah it's yeah. true I, I i would have liked but i think what would have added to it a little bit is if it wasn't confirmed that you would get the rest afterwards so in the beginning he just goes if you go to your room mm-hmm. you know there was no confirmation oh, that yeah. you, you were going to find mm-hmm. what you were looking for which he confirms at the end you know he says to annabelle if you're looking for your mum you'll you'll find her um yeah, yeah. Oh. it would have been for me, it would have carried it on and opened it up if if it was, yeah, no, if you go to your room and rest now, and then it's, well, if, are you resting for a good thing, or are you resting for eternal damnation, or, you know, <laughs> what, what's what's the next thing? But no, I loved it, absolutely loved it. Love Malcolm McDowell anyway, that was a big sell for me. Yeah, yeah. and he always gives everything 110%, including Oh, this, he does. So it was, have you guys seen it him in It was Tango? really nice. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, years ago. <laughs> I'm I'm clocking it now. Was this 27 minutes 35 <laughs> seconds before she got Tank Girl in? Oh, I fucking love Tank Girl. <laughs> the restraint. <Same. laughs> awesome. The restraint. And of course, Clockwork Orange. Um, you know, he was a legend in Clockwork Orange. Oh yeah, I've never seen that. Oh, have you? It, or read it? It it it's it's really really good. And fun fact, bit of junk that just popped in my head with Malcolm McDowell. It was there's a. It's referred to as the the rape scene, although it's not by any kind of level compared to what you would get on the the, the TV today. And he was really struggling right. to do it. Mm-hmm. He couldn't. He just couldn't do it. And so he started dancing and mucking about. Stanley Kubik said to him, "Well, can you dance? Just pretend you're dancing." And he did to singing in the rain. And that's why he's in the film. He does singing in the rain when he's he's beating the husband and mm. kicking around. They had to go and buy the rights for singing in the rain to put it in the film because he couldn't do that scene any other way. That's interesting. I I didn't realize that that was kind of an improv because it seems so integral to that scene. Yeah, it was the only way he could get his head around it. I I I like it. It's one of those ones that I grew up with. That that sort of cult. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I read it is I was too young. It always amazed me that they put these ratings on these films, but they didn't rate the books. So you could walk into the library at any age and get hold of the book. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, right. you couldn't get it in this country when we were kids, could you, Shell? Because it was banned. It was a banned movie. Yeah, well, yeah, you I was Yeah, you and your video nasties over there, huh? <laughs> yeah. I always found that fascinating. Well, the, the videos, oh, the yeah. video nasties. Yeah. 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 Just the idea that you, there, there would be completely banned movies. They did a really good documentary about that, and you yep. come aware, you come away from that, uh, being like, "Wow, Mary Whitehouse." <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) See, in my library in in, uh, junior high school, the only thing they kept the Stephen King books behind the library counter. Did they really? They did. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I mean, you could ask for them, but I was never denied them. I don't know if anybody ever was, but they always kept them behind the counter. Some parent probably came came and complained. Isn't it? I mean, meanwhile. Flowers in the Attic was banned in one of my state schools. Oh, that was our bread and bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine too. My mother gave it to me when I was nine. Um, that explains wow. a lot about me. Um, wow. <laughs> I think she forgot a lot of the book when she gave it to me. Probably. I really hope she did. And my dad gave me Cycle of the Werewolf. 
No, that's a good one though. That's actually well. There's a lot of stuff in that too. Yeah, yeah. It's just like they didn't know what to do. I tested out of um the reading level and of school. I tested <laughs> yeah. at college level, and they had no idea what to do with that. Can you say incest? I <laughs> lots of it. I also <laughs> tested tested out of the level, and my parents were were much stricter. Um, they did not let me read adult. My stuff. dad let me read whatever I could get my hands on because I was reading. My parents were the same. Yeah, yeah. they they did. They would never deny me buying me a book unless they didn't feel like it was appropriate. But I was they. I, I mean, I would come home from Barnes and Noble with a stack yeah. of books like this high. That was me every and the weekend. Books. Yeah. I'd buy two yeah. and I'd have them done by the end of the afternoon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Car ride home. Yeah. I finished a book. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've said this before on the podcast, but my, my, um, my mother couldn't read because um, she was taken out of school. Um, I would say probably the equivalent of like the fifth or sixth grade for you guys. Yeah. Um, uh, Cause she lived in like rural Ireland mm. in the um, like post-war. Right. and um she had they were all all the kids had to like go to work as soon as they could any which way they could to make money um so she she had to go and work in the in a local factory but um when she once she had um us um she 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 struggled with my older sisters she couldn't do it um but by the time i came around we had these things called storyteller so fucking good which were magazines and cassettes and she made sure I had every copy because oh, wow. she couldn't read to me at night because mm-hmm. she didn't know that she couldn't read the words. So I would have to listen to those and those. That's I started on audiobooks before I knew it, actually. Yeah, <laughs> they were cool. So, yeah, that's how I learned to read was uh, listening to those and following the words. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so I, I, was, I was quite quite a good reader, but I wasn't very good at picking up new words oh, yeah. um, you know couldn't you, you know my uh, my spelling's atrocious <laughs> but uh, yeah <laughs> but no yeah that's that's um how I started off with it all as well yeah never I was never told I couldn't read stuff but there were only there were two movies I couldn't re- watch until I was older my dad said 15 mm-hmm. for The Exorcist I don't know why 15 but mm-hmm. and the other one was <laughs> Pink Flamingo I mean, fair. <laughs> I mean, fair on that one. I've seen pieces yeah. of it, and I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's kind of got everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good or bad, yeah. <laughs> or better or worse. Don't you find it weird how that's a really big cultural difference? Is we've never banned books in the UK. There has been exceptions. Mm-hmm. I think the Anarchist Handbook was an example because it literally was mm. how to build bombs and stuff like that. So th- that was an, an yeah, exception. Yeah. But generally, books are, are not an issue, but movies have been. You know, films mm-hmm. have been. Still are. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in, in perhaps the other side, you, your, your side, I understand that there's, you seem to be getting quite a few books banned. And that's, that's an, for yeah. stupid reasons. Yeah, and that yeah. seems a bit of an it's, alien it's concept m- to what it does to me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly in schools, some in public libraries, if it's a more conservative state. But it's it's pretty scary because it's yeah. definitely happening at a level that I don't think we've seen since maybe the 50s. <laughs> yep. It's like the 50s are back here. Yeah. Yeah. And They're you, can, trying you hear to about them like re- rewrite history. I mean, it's the, uh, they, that, mode, isn't that it? thing about... That thing I keep hearing about, um, is it down in Florida where they're rewriting the history book saying that slaves were learning a trade? Yep. Yeah. yeah oh, my God. We just yeah, need to cut really Florida awful. off of our our country and just let it float out to sea. I, I always think of that gif of Bugs Bunny sawing. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I picture. Yeah. I mean, maybe we can, like, cut a hole around Disney and just stick it back up there. But <laughs> I mean, we have Disneyland. <laughs> I know, but I like Disney World. There's so much there. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and they're well, whole don't, don't say gay stuff in Florida. I I oh. think it's always a cycle. Um yeah. and right now we're in a rough cycle. Hopefully it cycles back around. Um, but <laughs> we kinda have to participate in it 
to get it to do that mm-hmm. and I don't think most people realize that <laughs> yeah and yeah there's you don't get me wrong you, you you guys would have no judgment from me doing what you have to do to get through and and to, to right. you know you, mm-hmm. you've got to get to the end of it because if you don't survive it you're not like you just said you're not going to make a difference you need to be there for the fallout mm-hmm. but it, it it was right. just the fact that yeah our films and our movies get edited to shit and and banned but we could go like I said at the beginning you know Clockwork Orange I could walk into the library mm-hmm. and it was you know the librarian was like that's a good book dear good choice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she forgot a lot of the book too yeah she must have yeah <laughs> Yeah, the, the, to watch the movie, we had this dodgy Overwatch copy of like a VHS, old school, that was being passed around. Oh, <laughs> like a bootleg. Yeah, that was the only yeah, way oh, to watch yeah. it. Well, uh, one of the things that I learned looking into the video nasties is there were a lot of people in the punk scene mm. that were hosting like illicit showings of yeah. banned movies. And there's a critic that I love from from England, uh, Alan Jones. And he was a, a punk, but he also was reviewing movies and he like would almost get busted at raids a lot because he would go to these showings. And I think he, he got busted at least once. How cool is but, that? Yeah, they were they were raiding <laughs> these showings, they were raiding like um, video stores that were selling bootleg copies of of the movies. It was it was an industry. <laughs> yeah, oh, you used yeah. to be able to go to the pub and you know oh, I can remember it. when it ended it. You know, it was always behind the bar. It'd be a wink, <laughs> yeah. wink to the barman. You know, and you'd get a, a parcel yeah. passed over with the pint. Yeah, that's or, amazing. Or you'd have a you'd have a little um, the, the little dodgy fella. You would have first you'd have the guy from the fishmongers come in come into the pub <laughs> with a tray full of like muscles, winkles, crazies, winkles. <laughs> Coming around, selling, and then followed then the dodgy fella from down the road with all of his uh, ooky DVDs in his coat pocket. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like, this is like this is going to Chinatown in, in New York and getting all your bootleg movies. Oh, yeah, the ones yeah. shot in the movie theater. They'd, yeah, they'd have them all laid out on blankets. They'd have bags. They'd be like, you want a movie? You want a movie? They don't do that anymore. They, they yeah. can't do that anymore, but I kind of miss it. <laughs> Like like eighth generation copy of a copy. Yes, yes. I had I had a Beauty and the Beast VHS like that. Where there was some guy coughing halfway through. <laughs> Not the same unless you got the little head, you know, popping yeah. across the screen. <laughs> At least one one person getting up. It's like, and then as soon as it's over, the camera poof, because they throw it in their back. But it just wasn't like, it wasn't watching a movie unless you were sat at home going, I oh, sit down, they can't hear you. <laughs> it was a cinema <laughs> experience. It was proper. Yeah. Maybe that's why we talk to podcasts today when we're listening, because because of that. But <laughs> 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 oh. no, we did totally and utterly fucking digress, didn't we? Last and joy. That's what it's supposed to be. Um so um before we go anywhere else, though, um, Tab, Tiff, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, Stiletto Banshees? I've never, I've never heard. I hear it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that Brit you've got on there. She sounds well sexy. <laughs> uh, so hopefully you've heard already, but if you haven't, um, uh, Annette and Shell occasionally is also on on there. Um, we have a podcast called Stiletto Banshees, and we talk about media mostly movies um that uh feature uh femme presenting performances or about femme presenting characters or directed by femme presenting people and we just kind of talk about that through the lens of um a a femme experience um because i thought i thought that was kind of missing in podcasting you you always hear Mm -hmm. a bunch of guys sitting around talking or sometimes a guy and a girl i was part of one of those podcasts you very rarely hear a group of of women and femme presenting people and non-binary people talking about what it means to watch a movie through that lens and so uh we have a really good time um and we've done some awesome episodes i got caught up with school so uh we haven't released all of them but we're uh, we're going to be releasing several in December um, to kind of catch up, and then we'll have a regular schedule starting in January. And it is very cool. Oh, awesome! It is so much fun to do. You, you <laughs> it is. really like 
from that first one, you could tell everyone was a little bit nervous in that first one. Yeah. We were all, but oh, oh, it's just, it's so relaxed and so easy and so much fun. Everybody's found the rhythm to it now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was my first podcast recording ever, and it kind of, now I want to do all the podcasts. <laughs> so that's the only reason you agreed to be here today isn't it because you're just trying to get your oh, I, love, I love you guys dearly so i felt very very blessed to be asked i'm oh, glad you came yeah. same here <laughs> yes but yeah no still out of bench is, is, is definitely cool and you should check it out it's much more structured and professional than this one <laughs> i wouldn't say <laughs> i mean we still go we still go on our tangents yeah. absolutely a lot of it because of definitely. me because i have no I have no chill, so. <laughs> You're in the right place today. Um. <laughs> yeah. But you can find us on Apple Podcasts and uh, on Instagram at the Stiletto Banshees. And you've got a cool webpage as well, haven't you? Awesome. Yeah, uh, stilettobanshees.com. You can kind of find everything there and, and learn more about the people on the panel, including Annette. Is, is there anything else that we can do to plug it, Tam? Is there anything else? That we, have you got Insta or anything like that? Um. Yeah, I said the Instagram, but we do, we're not really on a lot yep, of social okay. media just because I hate Twitter. So <laughs> I think or we're on Threads, X. aren't we? Yeah. Um. Yes, we are on Threads, but I don't post enough there and enough. Uh, I need to start <laughs> well, we got to start somehow, you know. Gotta yeah. Start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely go and check it out. Don't you reckon, Annette? Well, you're biased. Oh, you're oh, biased. Yes, you're on the web page. This is being a shareholder. It's not the. They've got the face. <laughs> no, I love it. No, it is. It's so much fun, not only to listen to, but also to record. And Tab has got some like major skills when it comes to editing her podcast. Oh, oh my mean, God, she's a goddess no. of that. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, she, she's so spot on. I mean, even if you've watched any of our little um, uh, videograms that come up, on um tiktok or instagram it's tab who puts those all together for to us all down to tab yeah it is oh, well um, now they've added had... that you can put in graphics at certain times so i'm off the rails if you've seen the christopher walken one you know nevermore <laughs> and we are we are grateful for that support tab because we wouldn't have oh done of it course i love doing it without you no, trying so hard to join us <laughs> I always, I guarantee, it's the highlight of my weekend is waiting for Tab to p upload those clips so I can watch them. Oh God, they're so funny! I'm always curious which bits <laughs> that you you you, you were going to pick out because we're... I I try not to pull spoilers for the for the books and I try to go for either um, like really insightful things or really funny things. And you guys provide both. So. Well, here's, here's a little ego boost for your tab. We'll put this on there. I actually had communication with um, Rachel Harris Harrison, the writer of The Return. Oh, yeah. And um, she said listening to those clips made her want to read books just so we would review them. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so great. Yeah. I, well, so they, that's down to you guys being so so entertaining i love listening to you and i haven't even read most of the books that you you're talking about so you don't need to now because now you can wing it that's the whole point of the pod <laughs> if you... but you do make me want to read them uh i, I yeah, have a whole list do it speak oh no she does it to me too <laughs> well you made me read that book found oh yes and then I let, I let somebody borrow it. I'm like, this is really good. It's really, it's short, it's spooky. I would love to listen to an audio, a 3D audio play like of it. Oh, yes. Narrated by Mac good. Malcolm McDowell would be interesting too. A bit of Tim Curry? Oh, oh, oh. a lot of Tim Curry. <laughs> we'll just have all all British men acting in this this book, which goes completely against Stiletto Banshees, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Tim Curry read an audiobook of A Christmas Carol. He did. Uh, he did Lemony yes. Snicket. Oh, I also have an audiobook of him reading Peter Pan. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> but he could read the phone book and I would listen That's to true. it. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Maybe we could get Tom Hiddleston in on this. <laughs> Bit of a wish list going All on right, now, Tiff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Please, well. To be too much cough syrup in, a, in there, I think. 
Right. I think we're, we're done. Oh, okay, great. What, okay. What, what, what do you reckon in it? Unless anyone else wants to add anything, it's a free for all. It's a we at least once a year when we do the Christmas special, which kind of is loosely what this is. We we do anything we want. Is it, it you know you by all means say away. Is there a book you want to recommend? Something you've just watched that's also although House of Usher, Tiff, it's yeah. Yeah. I was absolutely yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah recommend it. Um, and now the actors, did... since the strike is over, they've been um. Post, posting like behind the scenes stuff which is great cool. it, I, i'll recommend two things one uh, our flag means death is a delightful <gasps> show right. and if you want something that. to cheer you up that's that's the perfect thing okay. um and then funny. uh if you like dark takes on stories uh there is a uh, a version of a Christmas Carol with Guy Pierce's Scrooge, and it's yes. super dark. <laughs> so good though. It's, it's um it's I don't very know if it, what it what its status is in the UK, but I know it's on Hulu on our end, so it might be on mm-hmm. Disney Plus on your end. Right. I know okay. Hulu and Disney Plus are merged in the UK, it. which they will be in the United States in March of next year, because Disney right. buys everything. Yeah. That sounds cool. Is it is it like a take the piss Christmas Carol or a proper dark? Because I I mean I it's it a proper dark. proper dark. It's very dark. Very dark. Sold. Like my dad had to stop watching it because he said it was too dark. Sold. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And Andy Circus is uh, the ghost of Christmas past and is really good. See, I read a Christmas oh. Carol when I was in fifth grade. Yeah. Because my fifth grade teacher was, she didn't care. She didn't care what age you were. You were going to read these classic novels. <laughs> and it was amazing. I loved yeah. it. Like, it's a freaking ghost. It's a horror story. It is a horror story. Right, right. Yeah. It's a ghost story. I didn't know that was a thing for Chris, for Christmas stuff yeah, when I was that age. Always. <laughs> and if you, I actually read A Christmas Carol for Test Patterns Patreon. And that yes. then eventually put it on there. So it was kind of. A, a little attempt at a th- at a 3D audio thing. I loved it. There I are special effects. It. it was so good. <laughs> so if you want a free version, where I rate it, you know. <laughs> I mean, shameless plug for, you know, the Northeast in this little tiny state I live in. My father is a professional Santa Claus. Oh, that's so. Right. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of the lighter, happier Christmas stuff on my end. You know, mm-hmm. like we watch It's a Wonderful Life every year, and oh yeah. I, I will always recommend that movie if you have never seen it. It's from 1930, no, 1946, I want to say, because it was right after the war. Wings and the angel gets its wings. Yes. In that one. It is my father's favorite movie. <laughs> it's my mom's favorite movie. Which so is, every year we watch it. In black and white, do not watch the colorization. It does not look right. Mm. I think no. I've watched it once <laughs> in my entire life. But my best friend has never seen it. And I think That's hopefully crazy. this year she will see Mission it. for you to, for Christmas. We're oh, I to tell her every year to watch it. And I think about four other people told her like this week to watch it. So she may have to. But yeah. like segue did... into that, there's that movie. It's a wonderful knife that came out on Shudder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I am waiting for her to watch that with her because it looks like It's a Wonderful Life and Scream had a baby. You need to be careful if you've got kids, wouldn't you? I mean, that'd be a typo on the remote for Netflix. Oh, my God, right. (laughs) (laughs) But then saying that, It's a Wonderful Life gets very dark. It does get pretty dark. Yes, there is is talk talk of ending one's life in it, yes. It makes me super uncomfortable when he comes back and everyone's completely different. Mm -hmm. It is a little little scary, yeah. Yeah. But and when he gets hit by the um the guy in the shop when he gets clipped. Oh yeah, when he gets punched in the nose. Yeah. Oh yeah, that scene was actually it's actually really actually did hit him very hard in the ear. But yeah. after after the take he hugged him and apologized. Because oh. <laughs> you know, he don't mean to smack around a kid, but Yeah. <laughs> well no one means. No, <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. No, and... I'm just kidding, kidding. But... And, yeah, uh, there are some parts in it that are a little dark, but you have to remember it was also like the 40s, yeah. and they yeah. didn't they didn't sugarcoat a lot of things like that. Um, the haze code was gone, so mm. they could be a little darker. Yeah, but the ending oh, and the yeah. overall message is very lovely. Any oh, oh, oh. other? Actually, when we go to, sorry, what I was just gonna say when we watch it at my mother in law's, she has to fast forward the bit where um, he gets mad at Uncle Billy. Oh, oh yeah, that <laughs> was great. <laughs> yeah, that's so wholesome. Uh, 
<laughs> to have all other, you, um, we're halfway but, through and we cut you off and start talking about oh, no. cinema. <laughs> There's also a brilliant performance by Henry Travers who plays Clarence. I yes, was, I have yes. a soft spot so for the for the character actors, so I love yes. calling out those. Performances. He plays it so straight too. Like mm-hmm. you know, I I this is what I died in, and then you're like. <laughs> the guy in, in the little the little fishing hut or whatever it was. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's I talking love to him reaction. and he's just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, look, checking his wrist for straight jacket marks. <laughs> so that needs to be added to the list, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. But, um, yeah. It, it's. Thank you so much for coming. We did warn you beforehand that it was utter chaos. We invited oh, you love it. I love to it, talk yeah. about 12 Ghosts, and I think we did for about 20% of what we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're bringing it back round by saying it's a thumbs up from me, Annette. Uh, 100% thumbs up. Tab? Absolutely. Yeah. Tiff? Yeah, absolutely thumbs up. I think if you've never listened to a 3D audio, it should be one of your first because it will freak you out. There you go. So, in a good way. So that's four quite finicky, temperamental, perhaps sometimes occasionally <laughs> people saying that it's fantastic. And we will not be providing the hot apple cider. And that drunk it all. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in that case, then thank you, Tiff. Thank you, Tab. Um, for thank you for having us. For having us. It was. It's. It's been fun. It's been nice to mix up. We. we do sometimes get caught in our own little vacuum, don't we? And um, we sometimes run on private jokes, which people laugh at, but they're not quite sure what they're laughing at. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Or not. <laughs> so thank you. And this is our last. Is this our last one, Annette? Is this our last one of the year? Um, we've got we've got our wrap up for the year coming as oh, well. Have we? How exciting! Of um, all the things, <laughs> yeah, all the different podcasts and books and things that we haven't done for the show so yeah we, we should be having a little Shit. thing for the, the christmas new year time for you oh that sounds fun i need to start <laughs> doesn't it yeah. i can't wait to listen to it <laughs> me, me either too. <laughs> <laughs> but in that case you know have, have a, a fabulous time thank you very much for for guesting and thank you to all yeah, and uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Woo-hoo. Yes, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>